Hi everyone, welcome to The Truth About Success. Boy, have we got a great guest today and we have got some exciting information to share with you. And the goal here, by the way, is The Truth About Success podcast is really about delving dw- into what, how do people become successful? What do they do? What, what, what helped them get to where they are today? Because we know success doesn't start at the top. You start at the bottom and you work your way up. So we have got a very special guest today. And I'm just going to read you some of the details here because they, they are really amazing what they've done. So our guest today is Pidoy and Ting Passes. They're the CEO of AC TriStar and the vice president for the global Filipino markets. But listen to this. They started their career, Pidoy started his career in banking as an assistant accountant. Then he became a general manager, board of director of Kinder, per, Kinder Farm Pharmaceuticals. He was responsible for setting up 12 joint ventures and partnerships in the pharmaceutical companies before migrating to Canada. Now, that's impressive. Now, Tink Passis has also got a Bachelor of Science in Pharmacy. Okay, in the Philippines, she, she then went on to become a sales manager of EA Northern Pharmaceutical Corporation, a branch manager of City Trust Banking Corporation, and they made this amazing thing. Think about how successful they were, what they had, the great job they had, and they made the decision to really pack that up and then move over to Canada. I mean, that's interesting. We're going to find out more about what happened there. But since moving to Canada, look at what happened. They started in Salamaster Business in 1998. They're the first Filipino dealership outside of the Philippines. And boy, did they hit this with a storm. Within one year, they qualified, opened up their own branch, became number one in the world as a direct dealer. The second year, they became number one in the world as a senior dealer. They then went on to be number one in the world seven times, seven times. They have 72 world champion awards, seven times, uh, as I said, number one in the world. But this is impressive. They built a business over the years that has turned over $100 million retail sales. I mean, that is amazing. They have qualified to all the highest levels in Salamaster as a master dealer, executive elite master dealer for seven consecutive years again. And not only that, they were voted the most valuable life changer in the Salamaster business twice. So let's get straight in. So let's meet our special guest, Pidoy Ting. Pidoy Ting, how are you? We're doing great, and it's fabulous and fantastic to be here with you today, Ayo. How about you, Ting? Hey, Ayo. Thank you for inviting us. Truly a pleasure to be here with you today. Oh, no, it's a honor. It's our honor to have you here on the guest. So, so let's just dwell straight in. So I've read that introduction about your background and what you did. You were both had great jobs. What made you pack all that in and migrate to Canada? Well, that's a very interesting question. And, uh, you know, um, it's not my wish to go to Canada. It's thing, actually. So... Um, I thought that I've been working already for my success in uh, the Philippines. And most of my friends right now, my contemporaries are very, very successful in our field right now. And, uh, you know, leaving that uh, creates heartache. But, you know, sometimes you just have to burn your bridges and create new bridges. And uh, I did it for my children, for my family, and more importantly, for the love of things. 
So, uh, Ting, would you like to say something about that? Yes, Ayo. It has always been my wish to live in North America. And for the very reason that I wanted a greater opportunity for my children and live a legacy to them. So that was my why. And uh, to be honest with you, Bidoy really didn't want to leave the Philippines. I practically had to drag him out of, of the Philippines. But uh, hey, I think uh, we didn't uh, make a, a mistake there. It was a very good decision. In fact, a great decision for not only for us, but for our children and for our growing family. Well, obviously, the fruits are there. And, and I like what Pidoy, you just said there about you. Sometimes you just got to burn your bridges. I think some people just hold on too much and they keep hoping and hoping. And sometimes you just need to make that decision to burn your bridges and take that step. So you left everything in the Philippines. You arrived in Canada. I bet you had a big house, loads of money, cars, everything, maids. Is that where you start? What were the early days like? Well, we have to dispose all our properties, everything. And it's, 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 uh, to me, it's very difficult because we work so hard to get to where we want to be in the Philippines. And I think I'm very, very close, just my personal opinion, very close to getting to where we want to be and our vision. But, you know, life sometimes leads us to a different level. And, you know, it's uh, three things I would like to describe a new life in Canada. Challenging. It's uh, probably we have a lot of disappointments and even frustration. But at the end of the day, it's rewarding. So let me talk about challenges. You know, we have to adjust. We have to adapt. We have to allow the changes to happen to us. And, you know, uh, in fact, I told Ting, do not open the boxes because if we don't make it here, we're going back to the Philippines. So Ting made the deal. He said, uh, <laughs> why don't we stay for three years? And then if it doesn't work out, then we come back. I said, no, one year. And uh, we had a compromise for two years. And I said, okay, if we have a compromise, I'm going to start bur uh, burning my bridges so I can focus on building new ones and newly constructed bridges. I always have like the analogy of bridges. And you know, um, our life in Canada, in Vancouver, when we started in 1998, was not full of glorious days. We have some disappointments, we have some frustrations because we cannot get to uh, uh, the career we want to, to be, right? And as pharmaceuticals. So uh, I was not fortunate to land into that kind of, of business, but that's okay. You know, at the end of the day, it's rewarding because it allows me to find Salad Master as an opportunity to express my desires and to practice my vision and to live the dreams and aspirations that I'd like to. So I'd like to say thank you to Salad Master and Regalware for uh, giving us the opportunity to uh, share, share this with us. Yes, Ayo, when we first landed in Canada in an August of 1997, wow. Let's just look at it this way. We started on a clean slate and exactly the opposite of our lives in the Philippines. We started from scratch. You know, imagine, I, I pretty much assume that a lot of people could relate to us, especially the new immigrants, um, starting with a new life, um, adjusting to the new language, you know, the new culture, everything was new. Practically, we started on a new slate. And was that easy? Oh boy. That was not easy. It was very tough. And Ayo, take, uh, take a look at this. Coming to Canada with three young children, three sons at that age two. Uh, Ron was only two years old. Uh, Christian was eight. And of course, we had a teenager. Um, 
Francis Clyde. So three young growing boys, growing family, new country. And oh, it was like, we didn't know really where to start. You know, you don't really know where to start, but. So what kept your focus? What kept your focus? I mean, so you've made that decision, you're here, three boys, fresh start. How did you keep your focus in that situation and stay positive? The moment we made a decision to stay, the moment we have to compromise for two years, then we focus on new things, not dwelling in the past, and create new opportunities using our past experiences so that we can bridge the gap and we're able to fast track and hasten our growth and development. And it's so powerful when you try to really understand where you're going and you have defined that, then it is important, it is easy for you to get to where you become. Now, life is not easy. Ting mentioned that. There are roads of uh, hurdles that you have to go through, but that's just part of life. I always say failure is a checklist of your success. When you fail, you're succeeding. When you're succeeding, that means you're achieving your vision. Right. So, so I like that vision there of you, but I, I like this one key point. I think this is one big truth of success. You just simply made the decision. You made a commitment to a time frame, and then you, you just focused on that going forward. I mean, that, that really is, is, is the exciting part of what you do. So what were some of the toughness and challenges you had to deal with growing your business? Well, there's a lot. We have to adjust to the new rules and regulation of the country. And uh, we have no Canadian experience. And uh, we are using Canadian money instead of Philippine peso. And that's about 40 <laughs> plus difference. And the kind of management and leadership is quite different than in the Philippines. We have a lot of support in the Philippines. You have, uh, you have a lot of uh, uh, companies that can you can hire and can support you. So to grow your business there, the support system is tremendous. Here, you have to do it on your own. And here you have to show people and you believe in yourself so that others will believe in you. So that's my take and perhaps Tim can also give her take on this one. Yes, as a mother, as a wife, you know, as my own person, uh, boy, the challenges were so insurmountable. You know, but uh, we go through that. I had to balance my, uh, my life as a mom, as a wife, and starting a new business, Ayo, that was not easy. I really had to study. And at the time, there was no really no internet and all that kind of stuff that we have right now. But we had to start from scratch, let me tell you. But balance is always the key. And once you have that great attitude, you know your why, you know your purpose, you know where you're going, we laser focus on where we want to be and we want to hit it right on point. Yeah, and so, you know, this is why I say, first you burned your bridges, you made the decision, you put a time frame to it, and then you had the vision of where you wanted to go and there were challenges, but you said, you know what, we just got to stay focused on it. And through that focus, you went on to become number one in the world seven times, 72 world champions. I mean, what, what tips, what made you keep going when most people have one and they'd be happy? But you keep going. What keeps you fired up? Well, performance is a direct result of leadership. And at the beginning, we always say we are the leaders. We are accountable not only to ourselves, the, the people who will be joining us in our business. So I always say this, the brand of leadership, frankly, determines the brand of your company and your name. Very important. So it's the brand that we would like to build from the beginning of our business. 
success also is not dependent is so so dependent on you and so is failure too if you all allow failure to eat up on you and your successes then you will continue to fail again remember i said this uh, failure is a checklist of your success so don't leave it but it's part of the game it's just like basketball or hockey or football sometimes you win sometimes you learn sometimes you lose but because you want to be a champion, that's part of the game. You just have to continue. You just have to be resilient and move forward. And last but not the least, I think the most important part that I would like to share, no looking back. Learn from, in, from the past all the time and move forward. And I think that's one of the best characteristics that we have because we learn from the past and move forward all the time. No blaming, no point finger, yeah. pointing fingers to each other and say, we just have to move on. If we fail, so be it. Let's stand up. Let's move on. Let's get to the next chapter of our life. So, I mean, I, I'm a great believer of that, too. You know, there's, there's, you learn from the past, but you don't live in the past. And you see so many people look backward. And, and I would say when you drive in a car, you don't drive your car looking backwards because you won't get very far. You got to focus on, on, on the front. So with all those challenges and everything and successes, how do you, you talked about failure there, and there's a lot of people right now that might have, be having a spell of failure, one after the other, and they just haven't had that breakthrough. What advice would you give them? Well, people don't remember your failure, they remember your successes. And it's important for us that failure is a part of your success. You are successful because of failure. You just have to admit that, very important. And I think it's also important to understand that if you go to one level to the other, it takes another failure to get to where you want to be. It is also important for us to understand that while you're becoming a champion, your roles and responsibilities are expanded. Expanded means that uh, you have more people believing in you, more people that you'll be responsible for, and you'll be accountable for. What good is a responsibility if there's no accountability? Responsibility means nothing without accountability. So I think it's important for you that if you fail, there's accountability. Peter, what do you mean by responsibility means nothing without accountability? Can you well, elaborate on that a little bit more, please? Well, a lot of people want responsibility, but they don't want to be accountable for that. And, and if you look at the very successful leader, they focus on accountability rather than responsibility. The people who are not leaders or not productive, Focus on responsibility rather than accountability. A good example is said, well, I'm responsible to do this. Rather than saying, well, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. I'm standing back. I'm correcting that. I'm moving forward this time. So I think it's important for leaders to understand that accountability is a bigger part of the responsibility of leadership. Okay, great. Thanks. And you've talked about, you've mentioned a couple of times champions. So Ting, you know, not everybody wakes up and wants to be a champion have you have you always wanted to be a champion and i mean how is that something that was already in you yeah i've always been born to be a champion that's what i tell myself a champion may fall many 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 times but it's that the times that uh, she she or he fell but how she or he overcomes that so I always believe that there is a champion in every one of us. It's the big attitude, the acceptance, and of course, your big why. Or really, do you really want to be a champion? But most people, when they look in the mirror, 
they don't see a champion. You know, they don't see a lion. They don't see a tiger. They see a pussycat. How how do you how if you if you if you're that person, what advice would you give them? Because you've just said there's a champion in everyone. How do you find the champion in you? You know what? Learn from your mistakes. Get a mentor. Get somebody that you will who will coach you, who will mentor you, and there you go. Learn from from all of it. Just be a great student because you know what? You cannot be a champion overnight. A champion is one that learns from a mentor, uh, somebody that he looks up to, and is a great student. Learns from all the mistakes and just get up there every morning and just go, 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 go. I, let, let, me, let, let me add to that, Ayo. If you are in any sports or in business, the ultimate goal of joining any sports or business is to be a champion. If your ultimate goal is not being a champion, you'll never get to where you want to be. That's why when you become a champion, you try to identify your vision. What is it that you want and what is it that you want to be? You don't want to go to a competition and say, well, I want to be the last. That's, that's, that's not a vision, right? And uh, that's, a, that's not a championship attitude. If you don't identify that you want to be a champion, your attitude and your character will also be losing attitude simply because you did not identify you are a champion. If you have identified at the beginning that you are a champion, you're going to bring the championship skills, championship act, act, activities, and championship attitude so that you can become a champion. The so attitude is the altitude. Yeah. What happens when you want to be a champion, and but you're not number one, you're number two or you're number five? That's still success, isn't it? That's still winning. Correct. But you don't give up your winning attitude and your championship attitude. Because remember, I told you, failure is a checklist of your success. That means that somebody else is doing better than you are. They're just ahead of you at this point in time. You need to identify where they are ahead of you. You need to benchmark it say, and milestone and say, why are they ahead of me? They're doing something better than I don't. So if you try to reflect on this, I think most of the time, the reason why people are not champions and they're not able to achieve their goals, their dreams, and their vision, whatever you call it, is lack of clarity of where they want to be. Now I say, I have a vision, but are you clear with your vision? Very important. Just having a vision is not just right. You have to have a clear Vision and vision talks about where you're going, your timeline, and what you want to achieve, and how are you going to celebrate that after that. So I think it's important for people if you want to be a champion, you need to have the championship and winning attitude. Because you see that a lot. I mean, I, I've seen that where uh, we talked about earlier on, as immigrants, you see people who have made that decision to come over. To anywhere in the Western world to, you know, to build a career. But when they get here, it's like they kind of just accept that level and they don't push on. They fought to get here and then they stop that fight when they get here and they don't push on to the next level. You know, one of my philosophies in life is life is about evolving to be the best you, you can be. And you just keep evolving. You never get there because the better you get, the more you realize you can do, you can do. But talking about championship, one thing, and just switching this a little bit, you guys have been married for 39 years. 39 <laughs> years. I mean, that's a championship award. And, and it is all right. What's the secret? 
Well, before I give it the thing, I think if there is one accomplishment or biggest milestone in life is our 39 years lobbying and sharing experiences. I'd like to define that. Uh, you know, 30, the 39 layers attributed to love, respect, very important. You have to respect, you have to love your partner. More importantly, understanding. Now, we are human beings. To hear is human, but to forgive is divine. And not all the time we make mistakes. We are normal people. We're human beings. We make mistakes every single day. But those things are part of life. And more importantly, what keeps us together, T and I, is faith and our spiritual fortitude. Very important. I talk about mental fortitude all the time. But mental fortitude dictates the physical and the spiritual fortitude of a person. And in marriage, spiritual fortitude, which gives faith and hope, is so important. And last but not the least, communication, right? Most people falters and fail on communication. That's why you see people separating because they can't communicate. They feel, but they can't send that to the other party. I think it's important to understand if you want to last long in this marriage, it's a balance, it's a give and take, and you are willing to sacrifice for somebody else. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, 39, thank you, Pidoy. Uh, <laughs> 39 years of marriage, and I guess it all boils down to real love. As I always say, how can you, how can you, um, you know, explain that? That's real love. You know, it's awakening every single day uh, that it's always a new beginning. So we always say this is a new day, and, you know, we still have a lot of things to experience. And Pidoy said it right. Uh, faith, to me, faith, hope, belief is very important. We always uh, say that the reason why we are here together with our growing families because of our belief in the Lord. Uh, without that, of course, you know, I don't think that we will go this far. And um, hope, there's always hope every single day. And, uh, and love is the most important thing. And uh, I always tell people, you know, it's not easy, you know. We're both strong-willed people. And how can you, can you explain that? Then there, there is always compromise, Ayo. And selfless love. I would always say selfless love. That is it. Yeah, yeah I'd like, you, because that's always, I mean, as a, in a relationship, you know, you don't, you don't get on 24-7. There's always times when there's, but like you say, the, the key there is compromise and selfless love. I love that. That 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 is really great. And you guys look so young. So you must have got married when you were fifteen or something. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you know. <laughs> what advice? If you, what advice? If you were to give, if you were to give some guidance, because I talk about success, not just being material success or successful because you got a big house. I mean, there's so many areas of success, and one of the areas that I think we should search success in is in relationships, you know, in relationships. So what, what are the one or two tips you would give to the audience about success in your relationship? What would that be? Well, to me, it's always find your happiness, you know. If you're not happy, don't do it, right? But I always say that do not do it only because of yourself, especially if you have a growing family, you know, Always make sure that you do things for myself as a mom, as a wife. I will always do things most especially for the love of my husband, for the love of my children, and now for the love of my growing family. 
I think uh, if you want your relationship to grow, there's what you call compromise. You know, uh, not all the time you get what you want. Not all the time your spouse will get what they want. So there's always compromise. And I think if there is a compromise, you should be happy with that. Meaning it's already a victory between the two of you. I think when, when love, understanding, communication, and faith governs your relationship, nothing would go wrong. I can uh, relate marriage, meaning uh, marriage can also break your business. That's why it's important to understand that you start in me and thing. We always say our marriage first, spiritual, our children, before we go to business. If we cannot fix this, then we cannot fix our business too. It will be difficult for us because as leading example, as leaders, people will scrutinize our life and they will look at you. And that's very important. That is important to me because uh, that allows me every time in the morning to say, am I doing the right things for me and my family and the business? Because that keeps me moving every single day. So just on that one again, uh, what, what, what do you do? What advice again would you give? Because I'm sure you've seen this and the success you've dealt with so many families, so many couples. And two questions. One is first, how do you deal in a relationship where maybe one partner is doing all the compromising and the other one isn't? Well, you have to, to me, I always say this, you have to identify productive habits and stay away from unproductive habits. You also identify the strengths and weaknesses of your partner. Like for me, I think very important. The moment we join, even in the Philippines, my strength is the front end, her strength is the back end. When you talk about front end, what does that mean? So I'm in charge of sales, marketing, and people development. She's in, in charge of administration, accounting, and finance. And the key to this is not just identifying her role. The key is empowering every partner to make the decision and allowing partner to make the decision, even if they make a mistake, by not blaming each other. For me and Ting, you know, as she's in charge of our finance, this is a funny joke I always say. I don't even see my bank account. But also Ting always say, don't worry about that. It's all taken care. Just use your credit card. Everything is taken care. That's how confident you are. Meaning confidence in the business is so important that when your partner is taking care, the areas that you are not looking at, then you become so lethal and stronger. The other advice I would like to uh, just give to our viewers today, whether it's in life, in business or relationship, do not rush decision without thoroughly thinking about it. Even if it's life and business, a lot of people rush very impulsive decisions, especially buying things, acquiring things. You get through that. And the question you want to ask yourself, is this relevant to my life and my situation today? Is this something important to me? Is this something that would help me move to the next level? If not, thoroughly think about it. And last, and I'll give you the thing, sacrifice. You have to be willing to sacrifice because you don't take everything. Meaning that's why you have a partner because your partner has a say also in the business. That's why in AC TriStar it's called AC TriStar. It's Alfredo, Carmela, and the boys. That means they have a say in the business. And you just have to respect that, respect that. Now, sometimes, you know, as the head, the president or the chairman of the board, you have your own thoughts, but you have to listen to the board members too. You have to listen to your managers too. You have to listen to people because this is the team will bring you to greatness. And that to me is so important in running your life, your business, and especially 
running and, and, and having a relationship with other people in life and in business too. I would Thanks. like to second to that too. Sorry, yeah. I am. Um, no, no, I would like to second to Pidoy's um, saying that, you know, um, a couple especially, is, it's more challenging for a couple to be together in the business, working together, as well as being married, you know, um, because you have to, to make uh, sure that you, you ensure that you take on your roles properly. So if you have that accountability and that responsibility, just make sure you take that seriously. And uh, just like Pidoy said, when we started our business, our roles were very defined. And we made sure that we stay true to our roles and we do it excellently because we cannot, we cannot, we cannot do it the other way. Because working, working together, like say, I mean, there's a lot of couples that, uh, you know, just doesn't work in business. I mean, and, and, but I think that's because we haven't defined clearly the roles and the boundaries and, and the relationship. And I like what you said, you put your relationship first, you know, and then the business second, because if that isn't right, then it's obviously going to affect going to affect the business. Some fantastic tips there. So reflecting back on your career as we're bringing this near the end, what mistakes have you made that you can share with other people that they could avoid? What are the mistakes you think they could make that they could avoid? Making decisions without planning, without thoroughly thinking, and without knowing what the outcome would be. Just because people are trying to influence you to do things. I learned my mistakes even in the Philippines in the past, that sometimes you not, cannot just rely on your judgment. You need a second opinion, maybe even a third opinion. That's why there are coaches, there are mentors to just not only, not only to teach you what to do, but to confirm your decision. I think to affirm your direction, very important. If we do it on our own, sometimes we do it for different reasons, right? Other people look at that different. That's why Ting and I, are, are, are common denominator all the time. If we make a decision, say, think I have an idea, what do you think about it? If she has an idea, what do you think about it? We never move forward if two of us are not in sync together. If two of us that are not aligned, that will definitely fail, very important, because you don't get the support of your spouse on that. And, and that's where you redirect. The other thing that I think, never compromise your value system. You know, you talk about culture and integrity, excellence and family. A lot of people, it's easy to compromise that. And that's where most people fail, right? So uh, at, at the early stage of ours too, we did not define our culture because we're younger than most anybody else. We just moved so far until we realize that we have to have that in place because culture supports our mission. Our mission supports our vision. By truly identifying all these things, then we now have, I always say the word, clarity of where we're going. Clear vision, clear mission, clear culture. And you never compromise that because that's where commitment will, will, will come from. And more importantly, that's where character are built. Characters are built. As for me, Ayo, I think um, I, I was uh, very slow during my career, the first years of our career in decentralizing, because, you know, I was a little bit, you know, um, OC and I want to be on top of each and everything that's going on. Um, but during the course of our career in Southmaster, we, I finally learned 
that decentralizing, you know, getting people, the right people in the organization is probably the best decision to do. Absolutely. You've got to invest in the right people. And I've always said that when you want to get advice on anything, make sure you get advice from somebody who's qualified in that area. Correct. I, you, see, you know, I see people go on, um, I tell the story, I see somebody wants advice on uh, on business and they go and talk to a plumber <laughs> who knows nothing about business. Well, he, he can't give you the advice on that particular business. If you're buying a house, you don't go to a mechanic to give you advice on the contract. You go to a solicitor. So just make sure you get advice from qualified source. What each area you're in, you want a decision, you want advice, make sure the person is qualified. Don't just take it. And sometimes you could be getting business advice from your partner who's not in business. And that's not qualified. That's not a qualified resource. So you've got to be very careful that a lot of mistakes made are people just simply getting the wrong advice from people that might love you, but they don't have experience in that in that field. So they can't. They, they can't help you. So with that said, what, what's been one, one or two of the hardest decisions you've had to make in business? Well, one of the hardest decisions, I think, uh, is to let go of people who does not belong to your vision. And a lot of people were, were trying to carry on baggages in our, in our, our past or even the present. As we move on, I call that transcending vision requires transcending behavior. As you transcend in your vision, people should transcend also their behavior. There are people who limit themselves and they're limited only to do things. And that really, I would say, it's the most difficult part because you have to part ways with them. You can never grow your business having the same program, having the same structure, having the same people, because the next level will require different program, different people, different skill sets. And they're very important. That's how you grow your business. And that, to me, is one of the things that's difficult for me. But we have to do it simply because we have responsibility. And this is to me, as the president of the company, it is my responsibility to ensure the growth and development of the business. And that is a mandate I took, even if I own the company, we own the company. It is a responsibility. If I'll hire a president, I'll tell the president to do the same thing. So I think that's that's the most important thing. And letting go of the practices, very important. A lot of people, the unproductive habits, unproductive practices, unproductive things that hurts the business all the time. And that's why I always tell every year, we tell people, are these the people that will bring it to greatness? Or are we just going to say, let's just park them? That's why I say, we'll just put them in a place where they are. That's a key point. So you've got to really look at the people around you and ask yourself, will these people take you to greatness? Not will we continue doing what we've always been doing? Will these people help you get to the next level? Because some people can only take you so far. They can't take you all the way. And isn't it? So that's important, isn't it? Very true, Ayo. And uh, when you talk about greatness, you probably define the greatness, but very important, your people have to define greatness too. They have to be willing to sacrifice, do whatever it takes to get to where you want to be. And that, to me, very important. One of the probably mistake of the leader 
is not is not telling their people, their peers, their leader to. This is not an easy game. If you want to be a championship team, we have to fight all these champions. We have to go through with these hard knocks, and we need to bring this in. And for them, it is important. And tell them, are you with me or are you not? Because if you're not with me, we'll find a space for you. We'll find a place for you, right? So it doesn't bog down our goal and our expectation. Very important. And that's why in our last 23 years, we will not be where we are today if we don't evolve, if we don't keep on changing, and we don't keep reviewing and checking what we're doing in our business. Absolutely. So look, as w what's that one change? If somebody is in a position right now, what is that one change you think they could make to get them back on that path to success? What Get them closer to success. What's that one change that you could advise people? Well, the one change probably is change. And when you talk about change, you're talking about mental fortitude. The greatest ability that God has given us is our mental fortitude. I did realize that the physical, the emotional, other parts of your body will just follow what your mental dictates them. Unfortunately, people focus on physical and they get it wrong from the beginning. Because if you get it right to strengthen your mental fortitude and be able to strong, the rest will happen. You know, I always say this, you know, I. I got, uh, I got to uh, have some challenges too. And the first thing I did was, am I going to be succumb to this? Or will I have my mental fortitude back so I can regain my physical strength and my emotional strength? I think that's very important. As for me, Ayo, all it takes is a winning, positive, champion attitude. And the rest will follow. So as we bring this to a close, how would you define success? Imagine you're talking to a group of students uh, at university, they're just graduating, and you were going to define what success is. What would be your definitions of success? You want to start, my friend? My lover? Okay, let me start. <laughs> Our definition of success may be different than other people. First, let's talk about spiritual. Our definition of spiritual success is making sure that Ting and I pray our rosary, pray together every single day so that we will be guided spiritually. Very important. And so our children too. We make it a point, even if they're busy, that we will have the opportunity to pray together. And that's our spiritual nourishment and our spiritual fortitude. I'm saying that. Number two, mental fortitude. Very important. The mental fortitude, you got to put bread and spirit in your body and your mind all the time. And your mind dictates, again, I said this, your body. So very important to us that when you wake up in the morning, you try to try to remove the unproductive things that bothers you in your mind and replace it with productive things. Also, it's important in business, you have to develop your own brand and your brand of leadership. And very important. Whatever it is, that's your definition of your success, right? I think the definition of success is how happy, how fulfilled you are, because definition of success can be in different variation for other people. Some people can say, I just want my own time. That's already a definition of, of success for them. So, and that's important to me. Relationship, for me and thing, my definition of success is another 39 
fruitful, loving <laughs> years together. I think that's a definition. I think if you have defined what you are, and last but not the least, legacy, very important. That's why I also advocate for Gawad Kalinga. And thank you, Ayu, for helping Gawad Kalinga too. We're building 100 homes for the poor in the Philippines, and we are now close to reaching the goal. And I think the most, uh, the, the, the most important thing people think right now, they are so busy of running their business right now, not going their business. They are so busy saying, what would people think about me? I want you to think about this. When you retire, what would people think about you? What is your definition of yourself? What's the brand that they will take? If you walk into an alley, if you walk into a meeting, that's Pedoy's brand. That's Ting's brand. That's the past's brand. Very important. And last but not the least, my fulfillment in life, Ayo, is how our children will succeed in their endeavors. Whether, whether they have their own business, whether they have their own career, I think that's to me as a parent is the most successful. I will trade anything for, for success of my children. Very important. Because at the end of the day, we work so hard, we work smart, we put a lot of sacrifice and effort and time for the success of your family and the children. So I think it's important that the real success should and must be seen from in your children. Very important. Because they will spread the good news. They will be the bearer of good news. And they will tell everybody probably how good their parents are, hopefully, right? <laughs> wow. <Well, laughs> very well said. Yeah. Uh, as for me, I just sum up success as uh, having happily fulfilled the goals that you have set for yourself, for the people that you love, for your community. I, that's it, Ayo. If you have achieved the goals that you've set for yourself, for your the family, for the people that's important to you, for the community in general, I guess you are successful. And that's the key points here that we're trying to get across, that success is not just about having a big house and big car. There's so many areas you can be successful at. You can just be a successful mom, you can be a successful parent, you know, you can be successful in so many areas. Count your blessings, and count your successes. And don't look at the success and say, well, that's not good enough, you know? Because to get the big success, you have to have thousands of little successes along the way that exactly. you celebrate to get there. And it, celebrate it, your victories all yeah. the time. All the time. So as finally, just closing this out, what's the, what, any last message you want to share with our audience? Well, just be true to yourself. Never give up your vision. And your vision will totally define who you are, very important. And never compromise your values and your culture. Especially during this time of pandemic, it's easy to compromise values. It's easy to give up your mission. It's easy to give up your vision. Now is the time to double down on that. Now is the time to even strengthen your vision. Now is the time to solidify and in solidarity with your mission. And more importantly, now is the time to show the world that your culture, culture, your, your character, your values will not be compromised and will be your standing point to reach your greatness level. Very important. And, and for, 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 for those people listening to us, we're very simple people. Keep your decisions super simple all the time. Things that you can do, simplicity is very important. Keep it very simple. That make sure that you can fulfill that. 
What good is mission? I, I always say this. There is a disparity between reality and vision today. A lot of people get into depression. A lot of people uh, are, are disappointed and are very negative because the disparity between the vision and reality is too wide at this point in time. There's a big gap at this point in time. We need to bridge that gap. We need to identify, identify what those gaps are uh, so that we're able to bridge that and bring reality closer to your vision. That's why I always say transcending vision requires transcending behavior because you cannot stay in your vision all the time. That vision has to transcend every single day. So you keep moving. Once you get your vision, go to the next level all the time. Don't wait, don't wait. And that is my message, especially to young people today. When you have identified your vision, your mission, your goals, your dream, whatever it is, stick with it, slug it out, and take whatever it takes to get to where you want to be, because you will get there. It's just a matter of when. Time, time, time. Ting, time. any last words as, you'd like to say? As for me, my dear friends, let's play our different roles in life. Know our roles and play it great. Have faith always, believe there's always hope, and most importantly, there is always love and spread the love. Because we are not alone in this world. We live in this humongous universe. So let's spread the love and keep the hope alive. Uh, thank, thank you very you. much. Thank you. Thank you. Well, look, it's been a pleasure. I know we can talk for hours, so, but I want to thank you for those words of wisdom. And to anybody who's listening to this, you know, this is a couple that have been married for 39 years. They've been in business in the last 20 years. They've turned over $100 million worth of business. They average four to five million or more every year in the business. They have other responsibilities looking at the global Filipino business around the world. They're still performing in their dealership. So you're not getting advice and tips from just anybody. This is truth about success from Pidoy and Ting's perspective. And that's our goal here, to give you different perspectives so you find which one you like. But don't just listen. Make sure you listen to these nuggets and take action. You know, knowledge is only powerful when we use it. I see so many people listen and they listen, 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 but they never use it. A good student is somebody who listens, somebody who learns, and then somebody who puts it into action. You have had some great nuggets today from Pidoy and Ting. You need to use some of those uh, nuggets and put them into action. Again, this is the truth about success. I want to thank you for being again on the call and, the, and our chat. And uh, we are going to be back again with more successful people telling that journey. So stay tuned. Make sure you join our program and you subscribe and all those things there and, 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 and pass this on. Let's share it out. Think you said, share the love. Share the love. Share the wisdom. Share the nuggets of truth with as many people as possible because that is our goal to really help people to see that you can do this because we are just ordinary people who went to work and now people you become extraordinary and everybody goes oh look at them no they were just ordinary people that follow the system of success of hard work and commitment and discipline 
and ended up at the top of your tree. So thank you, Pidoy. Thank you, Thing. This is Ayola Sende, The Truth About Success. Over now. Thank you.